I am not optimistic based on what I feel, but what God says. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp. Today is Monday, and we have Craig Rochelle with us, and he is talking to us about staying optimistic in life and how important it is to stay optimistic. I also wanted to remind you that today my book is released, and it is free on Kindle, so head on over to Amazon and download Look Up and Live Free by Alicia V. Sharp. It will help you transform your mind so you can think according to God's Word, and your life really will change if you change your thinking. But here's Craig. We are starting a brand new message series called Stay Positive. And I think honestly, one of the reasons I'm so excited about this message series, if I can be honest, is because I really need it. It's amazing how quickly, like so many people, I can drift into negativity. In fact, how many of you at all of our churches would agree that around the world today, there's almost an epidemic of negativity, just people looking at things, seeing the the downside over and over and over again. So for the next few weeks, as we gather together in discussion groups to discuss God's word, we're gonna talk about six different, very important, positive biblical qualities. Next week, we're gonna talk about gratitude. Week number three, we're gonna talk about encouragement. Week number four, we're gonna talk about generosity. Week number five is probably my favorite. We're gonna talk about enthusiasm. Week number six, we're gonna talk about being confident because of who God says we are, and we're gonna let God's word transform us into people who see him working in our lives, and therefore we are positive. Today, the theme I wanna talk about is optimism. I've titled this message, I'm Optimistic. Could you look at the person sitting next to you and say, I don't know about you, but I'm optimistic. Now look at the person who was your second choice and say, I'm sorry, I like you too, okay? (laughs) Don't be negative, I like you too, right? It's interesting in a world, some people are more naturally optimistic, Some are more naturally pessimistic. An optimist will read the verse, uh, my cup overflows, and they'll say, the Lord is blessing me. A pessimist will say, my cup overflows. Lord, there's gonna be a mess in the house today, right? (laughs) How many of you know somebody like the the second one? All over the world today, it seems like people are looking for a reason to be critical, They're looking for a reason to be negative. It's almost as if it helps people feel better to be incredibly negative. Think about what you hear all the time, even in your own self-talk. Without knowing it, you can talk down to yourself saying, I don't have what it takes. My my life stinks. I, I can't stand where I am in life. And literally, we say that to ourselves over and over and over again until we almost talk ourselves into having a bad life. You talk to people all over today and they're gonna comment on all the negative things. The economy is doomed. Morals are falling apart. The school systems stink. You can't trust anybody. Churches are dying right and left. Teenagers don't even get me started on the teenagers and the government is spraying poison on our crops. The world is going to hell in a handbasket and somebody's gotta do something about it. The reality is there are a lot of things going wrong in the world, and there's no doubt about it. And we as 
Jesus followers are not gonna put our heads in the sand and pretend like there's not things going wrong. But at the same time, God is doing a lot of amazing things all over the world. And while there are things going wrong, there are so many things going right. And we will often find what we are looking for. In fact, I've talked about this before, but I just love the illustration of two different types of birds. You take a buzzard and a hummingbird, and every single day, what does a buzzard find? A buzzard soars around and finds dead things. Every single day, what does a hummingbird find? Sweet things day after day, proving you will always find what you look for. That's just not a cheesy pastor illustration. In fact, scripture actually teaches that very same principle. In Proverbs 11, verse 27, Solomon said this, if you do what? Somebody help me out. He said, if you search for good, what will you find? You will find favor. But if you search for evil, what's gonna happen? It's gonna find you. You wanna find the negative, you wanna be miserable, you can search for it and you can find it. But if you search for the good, you can also find that as well. What's funny to me is that there are probably some of you already, you've already decided you don't like this message series. In fact, you don't like the church. Why? The music's too loud. You don't like the stupid preacher on the video screen. I never go to a church with a preacher on a video screen. And I don't like this new age, positive, feel good, mega church pastor preaching, okay? I, I want something real, so I don't want feel good preaching. And what I want you to understand is, I'm not just coming at this from a pop psychology, talk yourself into a positive stance theology at all. In fact, if you're taking notes, I would love for you to write this down. I am not optimistic based on what I feel. I'm optimistic based on what God says. I want you to hear this. I am not optimistic just because by nature, I just feel like everything's gonna get better just because I happen to show up. I'm not optimistic based on a feeling. I'm optimistic based on a truth. I'm not optimistic based on what I feel. I'm optimistic based on what God says. And what I wanna do is I wanna give you eight different reasons why I'm optimistic from the book of Romans chapter eight. Now, I'll be really honest with you. I found 23 reasons in Romans eight that I was optimistic. And I thought, if I give you all 23, you will fall asleep and be a pessimist forever. <laughs> and so I, I worked really, really hard to narrow it down to just eight, because besides being long, eight reasons I'm optimistic from Romans eight sounds so much cooler than 23 reasons I'm optimistic from Romans eight. And so what I wanna do is just from one chapter in the Bible, one chapter from the entire Bible, show you reasons why I'm optimistic, and you should be too. Not based on what we feel, but based on what our God says. Now, eight's a lot. I call this kind of a machine gun message, so I'm gonna be shooting fast. If you're ready at all of our churches to listen fast, everybody say, I'm ready. Are you ready? Say it. Somebody in Florida, come on, you guys are more excited than that. If you're ready, say, I'm ready. One, two, three. I'm ready. Let's dive in. Reason number one, I'm optimistic from Romans eight, is this because my sins are forgiven and my eternity is secure. I'm absolutely and completely eternally optimistic 
because my sins are forgiven and my eternity is secure. Verses one and two, Paul said, therefore, there is now what? Somebody with a smile on your face. There is no condemnation. For whom? Not for everybody, but for those who are in Christ Jesus. Because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. For those of you who've called on Jesus, you've been made new in Christ. Your sins are forgiven and your eternity is secure. And I don't know about you, I can't speak for you, but I have been forgiven of a lot. Therefore, this makes me incredibly optimistic about the goodness of my Lord God, who shed his blood that I could be forgiven, set aside Jesus to die for me. He was risen from the dead so I could be made new. And it makes me optimistic to know that my sins are forgiven and my eternity is secure. The second reason I'm optimistic is because Jesus is at the right hand of God praying for me. Wow, I don't know about you, but the thought that Jesus is praying for me makes me eternally optimistic. In fact, verse 34 says, Christ Jesus who died, more than that, who was raised to life is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Now you may say, what does it mean to intercede? That's just kind of like a really cool word that means he's praying for us. He's in deep prayer for us at the right hand of the Father. Now, I don't know if you get excited when someone who seems spiritually powerful prays for you, but I do. I don't know if you know somebody like this. I know a guy, his name is Larry, and I've never heard anybody pray like Larry. When Larry prays, it's like heaven opens up. He, he, he has a prayer voice. It's, it, he binds up bad things. He loosens good things. He shouts at the devil. And I'm telling you, the devil runs. I'd run if I were the devil. It, Larry is so powerful. If I were God, I'd be like, ooh, Larry's praying. Everybody, angels, be quiet. Larry's praying. He's, he's, he's that good. One time I was going through a hard time and Larry just came up to me and he said, Craig, I want you to know, I'm gonna be praying for you. And then he said, do you mind if I pray for you right now? It's like, okay, okay, okay. And he put his prayer hand on my shoulder, okay? Not just a regular hand, <laughs> heavy, powerful, hot prayer hand on my, woo, it's on my shoulder. Then he put his other hand up toward heaven like a satellite dish looking for the, <laughs> there it is. And then he just starts praying. And I'm telling you, it's like, you know, sometimes you feel things, sometimes you don't. It doesn't really matter if you feel things, but it's really cool when you do. Like, whoo, God heard that. Then Larry looked at me and said, I want you to know, I'm gonna be praying for you morning, noon, and night. Like this thing's so in the bag, Larry is praying for me. Okay, I've got some better news for somebody here who needs some prayer right now. Larry's not just praying for you, but the Lord Jesus sitting at the right hand of God the Father, almighty, has the ear of God. And Jesus knows exactly what you've been through because he lived on this earth and Jesus is interceding and he's praying for you. I am optimistic because at this very moment, Jesus is sitting at the right hand of God the Father praying for us. Number three. 
That was Craig Groeschel, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Craig Groeschel, Stay Positive, Part 1 at Life TV. Hope you have a great day today. Remember, head over to Amazon and download Look Up and Live Free, and I will see you again tomorrow for another episode of Morning Moxie. God bless.